What's up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 18th, and you're listening to Fried Green Beans. Work, work, all week long, punching that clock just till dawn, counting the days to Friday night. That's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, clean my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time. Chance, it has been too long. It's too been, long, I say. It's been two weeks. <laughs> two whole weeks, but we're back. And we're in the stew. Sort of. You know what episode this is? This is a milestone. Episode 10. Episode 10. A you decade. Heard it here first. A, a decade. A decade of fried green beans. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for, yeah. for accompanying us on this journey. But before we get into the meat of things, I want to address something. It's an internal matter, but Seth, I want you to log this. Sam was actually almost 30 minutes late to the recording. Hi. We had agreed upon time, and he showed up. 30 minutes late. What are you going to take it to HR or something? Well, it's it's going in the it's going in the log. I also I'm starting think it was, I think I'm it starting was, to use Seth as a record keeper. I think it was something more along the lines of like 18 minutes, 19 Mm-mm, minutes. No. I, I have I have a watch and I looked mm. at it when you arrived. So, narc. So just make a record of the Seth. And I brought you ICs. How dare you? Irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, late is late. Objection. Late is late. Strike I, that from the record, Seth. I would argue it's entirely relevant because it may have been the reason I was 30 minutes late. False. We'll put a pin in it and we'll address this. How did I not know you didn't already have those ices in the freezer? You tasted it. There's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way that was an unfrozen icy. As in, never mind. Anyway. This is what? bad radio, and we'll get to the bottom of this later. Yes. Off air. Make a note. Now we Add it to, to the record book, Seth. We have to pretend like we're friends right now so we can yeah, we well, can get all, through this all podcast. Yeah, well, all podcast co-hosts secretly hate each other. <laughs> That's actually a fact. Yeah. And in other workplaces, people hate each other, apparently, because I don't know about you, but um, after the, uh, the recent news that came out about Ellen DeGeneres, I was not only shocked, I was uh, crushed devastated you're that big of an ellen fan <laughs> disappointed my idol our idol, our idol ellen dejerian is a workplace bully dejeri <laughs> yes your thoughts well i mean i can kind of see it being true because there was an episode of ellen degeneres the ellen degeneres show the ellen show where she set up cameras on these free merch tables and they watched people to see who would go take they were supposed to take one thing it was like hats and cups and shirts and things like that and all the guests at the show like the the audience members were supposed to take one thing well they went back and watched the footage and found the ones that did not that took more More than than one one thing yes okay and then they in the middle of the segment (laughs) the show that these people are attending as audience members that they paid to be there Ellen's like, okay, so we did this little experiment, and this is what we found. And she explained what's happening, and you can like see the <laughs> panic on some of them, some of the people's faces. Yeah, as they realize that, as they realize what's about to happen. Human experience. So then they go, they like zoom in on the person in the seat, 
and like show them like steal like taking more than one. So then Ellen like calls them out and they like get put off to the side of the audience and like get go to timeout punished by Ellen. So I was like, all right, that's like some weird power thing. Yeah, that's weird. That's the adult version of um... technically legally that's entrapment. That is the adult version of like uh, putting a bucket of candy out on Halloween yeah. and telling the kids to just take like one piece of candy. Yeah. And then if they start to take more, you're like hiding behind the door and you like bust out and you're like, hey, the sign says only take yeah. one. Yeah. Actually, I read Dark. that those audi- audience members that took more than one thing, they were taken out behind the studio and executed by firing squad. Yeah, I heard point blank. Point blank, yeah. It was Shots a, to the head. It was a. That's one of the things that the uh, interns on the Illustrator are complaining about. They had to shoot too many audience members. Yeah. Not quite as shocking as the uh, culture of toxicity among the workplace. Yeah. Um, that she was, you know, that she had going on um, on her show. Uh, but it is still pretty shocking to hear that those audience members were executed. Yes, by, by a firing, by an Ellen DeGeneres firing by squad. By Ellen DeGeneres firing squad. She, I heard initial reports say that she actually was one of the firing yes. squad members to pull the trigger. Yes, no, I've heard um, that multiple and it, multiple instances. Yeah, and it's disappointing, you know. I it's Yeah, I prefer my celebrities not shoot people. Yeah. All you hear is failure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and we throw it back. We were talking we were laughing about this article. Well Ellen's been at this a long time. Yeah. <laughs> she had she just didn't turn bad this all of a sudden. This is her first time bullying. She's people. been a bad person a long time according to Someone that doesn't live too far away from where our studio is. Yeah, someone named Ben Gravelay. Yes, in uh, in in New or- in the New Orleans area. In the New Orleans area, which is where Ellen DeGeneres is from. Her place of origin, uh, her- hurling some some very shocking accusations that Ellen bullied him when he was 11 years old. Yes, Ellen worked at his mother's recruiting agency. It was like a personnel agency where they would fill jobs for companies. And he would go there after school and do his homework and wait for his mom to get off work to take him home. Well, while Ellen was working there, young Gary would come and do... I think do his name was Ben. Is, oh, I have his Gary Gravelay. <laughs> you sure it's Ben? Is it Ben? Yeah, I was looking at the... Yeah. I literally typed it in as Gary on my computer. <laughs> Let's roll with Gary, because I... Just to, to pile on top of the bullying that he received. Yeah, well, we'll just ben, Gary, Mr. Gravelay... <laughs> So Ellen would bully Mr. Gravelay when he would come into his mom's office after school. And Mr. Gravelay, he was a husky child. He was a larger child, and Ellen would point this out repeatedly. At one point she said, you need to lose some weight, chunky boy. And also in another instance, he said, she, I was sitting behind her desk, I was drawing, and she criticized the drawings. She said, I guess that would look nice if you could draw. Uh that's no no child should have to hear that no <laughs> Ellen, I was actually, around this time Ellen was a early 20s I was uh when I when I first saw this story I was kind of like rubbing my hands together because I was like oh this is gonna be so good and this was getting picked up by like I saw these these media outlets in like England New Zealand Australia we're like picking up this story um and so I, I watched a an interview with this guy <laughs> um, that some British journalist was doing, 
Um, and I saw that he was from Belchase, I think. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. He's going to have, like, a yat accent. And he's going to be, like, curling all... He's going to be, like, spicy, fiery, like, curling all these accusations. It was very disappointing because he was, like, the most boring person ever. Yeah. Didn't have a New Orleans accent. And he was basically just, like... <laughs> there actually was a couple there were a couple of uh, a good parts in the interview he said that <laughs> he was so traumatized by his experience being bullied by Ellen that when he was an adult and he took his kids to see Finding Nemo <laughs> he said that he was he he was so shocked when he heard that Dory was voiced by Ellen that he he had like PTSD and uh, and he was so traumatized by the experience that one one time he he after this he took his kids to like Disney World or Disneyland or something, and he would not ride the Finding Nemo ride with them. That is a serious part of the interview, and I highly recommend you. <laughs> he said he he was. Like, I don't want to laugh at this guy getting bullied, but that is just it's too. Good. I feel bad he got bullied as a kid, but that's that is obviously nice. it stuck with him, and that's I mean. Uh, I have a funny story That's about That's sad, <laughs> but oh my god. This is a quick tangent. I have a funny story about not riding rides because of personal preferences. Okay. When I was a kid, I went through this NASCAR phase, all right? I did too. Well, not alone. <laughs> I don't know why it just happened. You just get into it. Well, at the state fair in Shreveport, they had this uh, NASCAR ride. Like you sit in little NASCARs, it was like a little roller coaster where me and my cousins were at the state fair, and the line was so long for this one. Mm. And, uh, we waited so we waited forever to get on this. Like I'm talking about thirty to forty five minutes, and I, we get up there, and the car that pulls up is the Jeff Gordon car. I said, nice. "No, sir," and I straight oh. up turned around and walked off. You after weren't a waiting Jeff Gordon that, guy. No, no one in the South is a Jeff Gordon guy. True. Who are you a fan of? Uh, Dale Jr. Dude, me too. I had a Dale Every, Jr. hat. Yeah, everyone loved Dale Jr. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but um, so yeah, that that was just made me think of that that. I waited that long to ride that ride, and I was very excited. But then the Jeff Gordon car pulled up, and I said, no, sir. Ah, psych, I'm out. <laughs> can't ride in that car. Can't be seen in that car. I want nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with Jeff Gordon. But that, the, Just now that reminded me of that meme that's kind of going viral on uh, on Twitter where it's like, um, if time machines were invented, and it's like going back in time to like hang out with their grandmother like back <laughs> yeah, in the day. Yes. And then there was one of a – it's like – Men going back in time, and the guy's like, "Hey Dale, don't race today." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the intimidator! So but good. back to Mister Gravelay's story. Yeah, that was just a quick tangent. I do, I do kind of feel bad because he was obviously very traumatized yeah. by it. But wow, what? I, I just I love the idea. Well, I don't love it. It's it's actually kind of sad. But just the idea of him. Like seething with anger for forty years because <laughs> this was like forty years ago. Yes, and and just like, oh, Ellen will rue the day. Well, you know his family. He's waiting on her downfall for like forty. Years. You know his like immediate family have been hearing about how much he hates Ellen. Oh yeah, oh for yeah. The, the entire time, like his entire adulthood. I bet he feels so vindicated. Now. Oh yes, <laughs> you know that how good that would feel. Yeah. Like when everyone finds out how bad of a person they are when you've been telling them how bad of a person. And his kids, his kids, are like, hey dad, you want to watch Ellen's game of games? And he's just like, 
What did you just say? <laughs> he comes in from a long day at the office, and they <laughs> they have the Ellen show on. He just loses his mind. <laughs> oh my god! What did I tell you? No Ellen DeGeneres in this house. Punching holes in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gravelay and uh, well, also one of the one of the people speaking out the most against Ellen is Brad Garrett. He's the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond, the sitcom, the mm-hmm. Ray Romano sitcom. Yeah. The big tall guy talks like this. He talks like Eeyore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he hates Ellen. He's like, yeah, she's always been a terrible person. Ever since I've known her, she's terrible to her. <laughs> He's she's terrible been... to her workers. Yeah. Just going in on her at every single moment like he can. He's, He's also been waiting on this Yes, he's like, oh yeah, I've known she's been bad. But then you have all these other celebrities coming out saying like, I stand with Ellen. Like she's nice to me. It's yeah, like yeah. Kevin Hart. My experience and, with him is positive. Yeah, Kevin Hart and I can't remember. It was a, it was a bunch of like big profile people. Yeah, it's the like, thing yeah, is, why I would she even, be mean to you? Yeah, I don't. I don't even care. Like, who cares? <laughs> Oh, and there's this tweet from Ellen on June 5th, 2009. I made one of my employees cry like a baby on today's show. Honestly, it felt good. Hmm. The signs were there all along. Yeah. The replies. And I, so like all the, the actual stuff that was kind of coming out about her was the toxic workplace. Like the, it, well, it was a lot of her producers, like her executive producers yeah, yeah, yeah. were, and were like sexually kind of harassing did, people and, right, and right. like really doing some messed up stuff. And that she was enabled. But she yeah, also she, wasn't very nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, and I get the, 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 the um, like the sexual harassment and all that. Obviously yeah. that's, that's, that's terrible. But I was thinking about like, just like the toxic work environment or like an unhealthy work environment. And it's like, who hasn't worked in an unhealthy work environment. Yeah. I was thinking back to that restaurant that I worked at in Ruston, like oh, yeah. hating my life every day. <laughs> we all had, we've all had those jobs. I could just cancel them. Yeah. Like, like, it's like the job you drive to, and you're like, you know, I could just drive off the road right now. As you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I could just straight up just like kind of not like injure myself so I don't have to go to work. I, I specifically remember one night leaving the restaurant in Ruston, and I think I had made like six dollars flat in tips and i remember because it was on that i i would like would go home on that service road in ruston and i would pass up canes on the way home yeah and i remember thinking like i hadn't eaten dinner and i had uh like clothes at work and i remember thinking like with the money that i made tonight i can't even buy a raisin canes three finger combo and i remember being so enraged (laughs) it was terrible no, yeah, I, we, everyone's had a bad job, bad bosses, bad environment. Yeah, but this. The, Speaking of, of, did you see this the other day? This is not funny, but that Chili's on College Drive, that hostess that got beat up for yes, trying to enforce that poor girl. I felt bad. So I felt bad so her. bad. What what? What the, what the biggest problem was? She said none of the other Chili's employees helped her. Oh, everyone was like, oh, that's your fight. Sorry. They didn't jump in. Like, that's that's it. She was, like, really mad about that. So, Chili's employees are not ride or die. You know who's ride or die? Fast food chains. McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, all those videos. Every time someone jumps behind that counter to fight, 
that whole crew, that whole shift is yeah. fighting. I actually saw a, Twitter, a, a video on Twitter about this the other day. I've never seen someone jump behind the counter of a fast food place and win the fight. Yeah, yeah. They always lose. They're fighting against a village, man. Yes, the, they, that, shift come, that shift comes together. And that, that's true teamwork. Yeah. So dude, just some real unity. And just Waffle House, the same. Waffle House, that's another one. Oh, dude, Waffle They fight House. as a crew. They yeah. fight as a team. If you go behind that counter in Waffle House, it's done. You're done for the night. You're, you're making you're me taking think, hot eggs to the dome. You're making me think of my boy that had a run in with Lola. Oh, yeah. We don't have to talk about that. No. <laughs> but, so, that, that I did feel real bad for that girl at Chili's because none of her employees, like, none of her fellow yeah. Chili's sucks, employees man. came to her aid. Imagine your coworkers. It was, like, 13 that. women. Yeah, I know. It was like a she, bunch of ladies, like, beating up this girl. Her, <clears throat> she had her hair ripped out and had to get stitches above her yeah. eye. It's really sad. Yeah, so like I would also be mad if none of my fellow employees helped me yeah. in that kind of situation. Also, just wear the mask. Well, the whole argument was they were mad they couldn't sit together. Yeah. And she's like, well, I can like, put you, you a separate. She's like, I can put you at separate tables. And then they just, I guess they did not like that Flashed, answer. yeah. <laughs> Spazzed on her. Dude. Yeah, that was sad. I hope I made it. I, I especially feel for her because, like, you know that job sucked yes. in the first place. Yes. And then I feel bad for anyone in the service sucks. industry right now. Oh yeah, for sure. That so, really, really sucks. But they're tough jobs normally, but now it's even worse. You know, yeah. people. <laughs> but like I said, some restaurants are ride or die. I can guarantee that whole shit. One person on the shit's fighting, the rest of them's fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen the videos when they pull people out of like the driver's seat of cars into the driver's yeah. <laughs> seat? They'll pull them out of the car. My friend was telling me they saw a video where they dumped grease on a guy. The guy Ouch. came behind but a guy came behind the counter and they had like a big grease pan. Oh my gosh! That's what you get for jumping behind the counter. Never jump behind the counter. No, yeah. Ever. I, I've in all the jobs I've worked like that, I've had people get like I've had people like raise their voice at me, but never yeah. like I've never seen like a physical physical fight altercation type. Yeah. Thing. No. Gosh. That's wild. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting grease thrown on you. Yes, because you want to fight. Yeah, yeah, someone, uh, yeah. <laughs> fight the poor person working the cash working as a cashier at McDonald's. Yeah. You deserve it. And you get third degree burns. Oh worse. But you know what today is? What? August eighteenth. And that is it's actually the anniversary of Genghis Khan's death. Mm. Was a real one up until about a week ago. Yes, he did get canceled <laughs> a week ago because the argument for him getting canceled was he was not as he was worse than some hin- some of the Hindu kings. Oh yeah. They, he killed more people than them. So and this okay. girl was very mad about it. Then everyone started pick on her for canceling Genghis Khan. <laughs> and I saw a uh, I saw a uh, a a picture of I think it was actually Jeffrey Epstein with Genghis Khan's head photoshopped on yes. it standing next to Ghislaine Maxwell yes. and someone was like oh no this is not good for Genghis Khan yes. <laughs> and I went back today I was reading I listened to Dan Carlin 
Dan Carlin's podcast about Genghis Khan and like mm-hmm. the Mongolian Empire. It's very good. Highly recommend. But uh, when he died, he he won in Mongolia when he died. He was like out on a campaign, like, invading some country and killing everybody in it. Yeah. Well, they sent him back to Mongolia, and they put him in his tomb, and everyone that attended his funeral was killed. Why? And then, because they didn't want anyone to know the location of his tomb. So they killed everyone that went to the funeral. Holy crap. And then the guys that the guys that killed the people that went to the funeral. They had to suicide? Seppuku? Genghis Khan's personal bodyguards killed them. Well, and then, then what about the personal bodyguards? They killed themselves. Oh so my god! No one knows the tomb where the tomb of Genghis Khan is. This still hasn't been found. They can't oh figure it out. There's there's so many rumors. There's like rumors that a river was diverted to go over it, so it was covered up by water, and they couldn't find it that way. And then there's all these crazy theories about it. That's intense, man. That's, it is. That's levels to this shit. It is <laughs> to cover up the location. Uh-huh. Wait, where where was he when he died? Uh, he was. I don't know exactly what country. So they he brought was him in. back. To yeah, they brought him back Mongolia. to Mongolia to get him buried. Wow. And uh, then if if you went to his funeral, it didn't end good for you. Actually, there's a story in my family about <laughs> someone. Oh, the girl deleted the Genghis Khan tweet. <laughs> I was going back to find it because someone retweeted it. Said, "All right, Twitter, do your thing. Let's get this guy fired." <laughs> <laughs> Coming for Genghis Khan. Someone said Genghis canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we have to add Genghis to Cancelled Island. Yeah, and Ellen. And I think well, Ellen's already there. She's she was in that Imagine video. Oh, that's right. That's right. We already canceled that. Yeah, she's she's been there. So, <laughs> so I think that does not that does not improve everyone's chances of survival. Genghis Khan is definitely to, going to kill everyone else on that. Oh, island. for sure. He's going to make it back to society. Yeah, he's. he's <laughs> uh, he I would. I would. Long. Even if I was participating, I would bet on him. Yeah. Oh, Genghis Khan is an early favorite to win the canceled games. Um, so going back to what you said about like them bringing his body back to Mongolia, it just made me think of um, there's a story in my family about uh, one of my relatives that fought for the Confederacy in the Civil War. Yeah. That was from New Orleans. And um, he died up in, like, I want to say Virginia, somewhere somewhere. Yeah. Obviously north of here. And was buried there. And my family was like, oh, no, no, no. He can't be buried there forever. So they sent his brother up to exhume his body and bring it back down to New Orleans. What? And, like, can you imagine making that journey? And, like, <laughs> and like a horse and carriage to go, like... People, they built different back then. Yeah, bro. I mean, like, <laughs> I can't imagine. So, so they, But they wanted him to be buried in New Orleans. Yeah. So they brought him back to New Orleans. Yeah. Well, like, that's insane. <laughs> there, it was like, one well, of my great grandfather or something, he got conscripted in the Confederate Army, mm-hmm. and he went to the war, and then they he never came back. Yeah. So they're like, well, he's dead. They just didn't know. They never got like a letter, nothing. They were just like, he's dead. Well, it turned out when the war ended, he got galvanized into the Union Army. Oh. And he went out west. He switched teams. He said, if you can't beat him. Well, they're like, yeah, exactly. They're like, he's like, hey, he's like, I guess they hey, captured him or something, and they need, extra hands. and they sent him out west, and he fought in the like the Plains Wars and Dang, things like that, dude. That's kind of cool. And then he just showed back up to Alabama one day, <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, we thought you were dead. He's like, nah, 
<laughs> and, uh, I'm just, I've just been fighting, fighting been Indians. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so he just showed back up one day, and they're like, "Oh, great, you're not dead. Now I'm, now I'm here making a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen! But that's that's a real version of the meme of the uh, big buff dog, and then like the little sad <laughs> dog. This is a real life version. <laughs> yeah, that was a real life version of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like you said, said, they were just built different back then. <laughs> no offense, but I'm built different. <laughs> no offense, but I'm different. I'm, I'm different. Yeah, I've, I've heard Gary Goldman, the comedian, talk about this, but he's like, they would tolerate so much back then, and we, yes. we won't tolerate anything anymore. <laughs> my Society air has progressed. My air conditioner long. is off a few degrees, and I lose my mind. Exactly, yeah. Any minor inconvenience. But oh lordy, did you know the Willy Wonka remake? They did with like Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Well, I was reading the other day that one of the top choices besides Johnny Depp was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. <laughs> that would have been. I'm trying wild. to wild. Can you imagine? I like okay so. Thinking of how Johnny Depp is in that movie, you know, just like yes. playing up like the you know. I think I watched it. I think I watched it one time. I mean, obviously he's like very weird. Yes. And uh, I, I just can't even imagine Dwayne Johnson like acting <laughs> weird. Well, can you imagine how how he's actually a good comedic actor. I mean, yeah. In some roles, but <laughs> I, I see what you mean. I just, I just can't imagine him in the Willy Wonka costume, and it's just like super tight, and he's a foot taller than everyone else in it. He's yeah. like, he'd be would he be benching giant like gumdrop barbells like? Th- oh yeah, they'd go for like a like a shredded Willy Wonka. Yes, approach. like a, just a jacked Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. He would just pick up one of the Oompa Loompas and throw him like a football <laughs> like out of the factory. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you, jacked Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka, but it's like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> all, actually, all the Oompa are just like buff as him. And they're all like oiled up. And like, yeah, but they're short. <laughs> yeah, but they're still like three feet tall. They're like short, jacked Oompa Loompas. Yeah, and they're all, everyone's just constantly lifting weights. And, and all, the like candy, a... <laughs> all the candy is actually just HGH. <laughs> it's just has growth hormones in it. That's why it's so special. And oysters. Doesn't he eat oysters like every day? I don't... What? He has, like, some ridiculous diet. No, I don't think he eats oysters every day. Maybe it's day. not oysters, but it's it's something weird that he eats, like, every single day for protein. It's, it's egg. I'm pretty sure it's eggs. They're, okay, I mean, he probably does eat eggs every day, but he has, like, a... He eats so much every day to maintain... Well, yeah, to stay big. You know, yeah. his size. <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, a... It's like Willy Wonka and like his powerlifting team. Yes, there's there's not a whole lot of candy going on. I don't know where he got oysters from because the rocks eat, rocks diet includes steak, egg whites, oatmeal, chicken, protein shakes, veggies, fish, orange juice, rice, and potatoes. Hey, fish. Fish is not an oyster. Oysters oyster are mollusks. Oyster could be included. Ah, oh, dang it. An oyster is not a. You thought an oyster was a fish? I feel like it could be included as a fish. No, type of it's food. a seafood. Yeah. You can say seafood, but not a fish. Can we... 
It's a technicality. It's not a technicality. <laughs> it's a completely different species. Like, I don't know why. Oysters always stuck with me when I thought about his, his diet. So you thought the rock was just chomping down. Like, what kind of oysters? Like Raw oysters. Raw oysters every yeah. day? Maybe not every day, but like a lot. That has... I don't think that would be healthy. <sighs> you know what? Oysters are good. Charbroil with like the Parmesan cheese on it and stuff. Topping stuff. Oh. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Great. It's my favorite. But um, uh, The Rock is Willy Wonka. I was actually in the sixth grade production of Willy Wonka. At my school, I was Willy Wonka. How'd you, I mean, how'd you do? I think I did pretty good. You know that uh, scene in the original when he's like walking out and he's with the cane? He has the cane mm-hmm, and he does yeah. a roll thing? I did, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did that. Killed it. That was a pretty cool scene, actually. Yeah, everyone. Uh, that was actually improvised by Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. I was trying to think of the original yeah, actors. Gene name. Wilder. It, he he improvised. They didn't know he was going to do that. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, like, Blue Air was mad. That's so, in you know who's uh, a real big piece of shit in that movie? Grandpa Joe. What did he do? Uh, laid in bed for 20 years and then jumped out of bed soon oh, as, and then soon as, soon as his grandson got to go to the uh, yeah. chocolate factory. That was basically, a, um, if you weren't shooting hoop, like in the gym shooting hoops with me, yes. in real life. That yes, was that. exactly. And, Charlie uh, was going out working, grinding. And then Grandpa Joe shows up, like shows a go ticket. All of a sudden, he can walk again. Yeah, just want to. He can ride get out bed, been in bed for twenty years. Ride the coattails of his grandson. Grandson's yeah, success. Of, uh, um, hate that dude. You talking? There's about actually the, a scene like you can actually in some scenes. Uh, Grandpa Joe has a coke nail. It's like pe- people that would do cocaine, they grow out their pinky nail real long, and uh, so they can like scoop it out oh, of the bag and nice. just use a fingernail to snort it and eat. So Grandpa Joe also did cocaine. Nice. Confirmed. Confirmed. You talking about how the opening scene where he walks out of the factory is yeah. improvised made me think of like every YouTube top ten montage of like top ten improvised moments. The mojo the mojo videos. In cinema history. That Gene Wilder intro is like always Yes. <laughs> they didn't know he was gonna do this, but yeah. he did it. Willy Wonka. Another good Gene Wilder movie is Young Frankenstein. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a classic. And you ever seen Blazing Saddles? No. It's another good one. You need to get He's on in your, that? Yeah. You need to get on your old comedy game. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of old comedies, honestly. Those are Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles are both very funny. List. But, um, lordy, lordy, lordy. Look who's forty. So I uh, I saw Coach O running the other day. Shut up! <laughs> I'm so jealous. I was I was actually thinking about it because, um, I mean I already told you this obviously, but um, as I was I was driving across LSU's campus and I was stopped like you know where the new Torchies is. So yes. I was stopped at that red light. Um, like going toward the other side of campus, going toward the uh, like south side of campus, and um, I was stopped at that red light. I think it was actually like sending you a DM on Twitter or something, <laughs> sending you like some something dumb, and uh, and because the light was red, and then as the light turned green, I remember like putting my phone in the console and then like easing off like easing off the brake and accelerating out of it and as I was doing that I like turned to my left and there he is glistening 
he was like running across the intersection that I was in. Yeah. And if I was like, like if he was, if he was like 10 seconds ahead of schedule in front of like where he was at the time, I would have run him over. <laughs> and then I started thinking about how like, <laughs> I started thinking like about just like super morbid. I was like, man, if I had run over Coach O, I would have instantly become the most hated man in all of Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Like, more hated than... You would have to change your name and move. Oh, for sure. I would have become more hated than Nick Saban and Derek Todd Lee combined in one person. Yes, you would... People, I would be You would be like Steve Bartman. You'd be like Steve Bartman on steroids. Exactly, exactly. That... (laughs) (laughs) But it was really cool seeing him. It was like, because I've seen so many... Twitter videos of him running on campus, yeah. and it looked—it was exactly like something. He's I supposed to run. Was. They say he runs on the levee every day at noon when he's yeah. It was in like, Baton Rouge. It was like twelve thirty when I saw. Because his office is right there across from the vet school. Yeah, he was running out toward the levee. Yeah, to get onto it. So he don't run real fast, but <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, he, <laughs> but he's, he does. He's doing it. <laughs> More than I can say. So shout out, Coach O, and thank you, Sam, for not running him over. Yeah. You would just had to keep driving. You just had to keep driving, <laughs> just until your car ran out of gas. It was one of those moments where I kind of just like put my hands on my head because I was yeah. like, "Did I really just see Coach?" <laughs> like, is it him? Is it really him? Is it really him? Coach, Coach. I got some A ideas. moment of your time, please. A moment of your time, please, sir, sir, <laughs> sir, please, sir, sir, sir. Can I get a go talk? <laughs> coach, oh, I don't know what I would say if I actually met him. I, I, I have no idea what I would say. I just. And then I, would, he, I would definitely freeze up. Whatever I would say, I would not be concentrating enough to hear, like, to understand what he said back. Yeah. Because I would have no clue what he was saying. Like, thank, I would just be like, thanks, coach. And it would just be some, like, garbled language. Yeah. Of, like, Cajun. I always wonder, like, would see him out. I just want to see him out somewhere in the wild, like at a restaurant or just, which I don't know I mean, we probably don't run in the same circles, so, like, I'm not going to the same restaurants he's <laughs> yeah. going to. One of my, um, uh, one of my coworkers said he saw him in a grocery store one time. Um, I, I think it was, isn't there a Calandro's over on, like, over by campus? Like, not the one on Government Street, but the one. There's one on Segan. Well, on the corner of Perkins and Segan. Okay, maybe it wasn't Calandra's. There's a Mathern, There's a Mathern's on cam on campus. Maybe it was the Mathern's on campus. Somewhere, some grocery store yeah. over by campus, and um, my coworker said he ran. What a humble king doing his own grocery shopping. Yeah, he was, according to my coworker. That coworker, by the way, is he's from Pierre Park. Oh yeah. And um, uh, that's where uh, Troy from Swamp People's from. Exactly. Yeah. He like, they like his family like knows. Their oh family. yeah. And um, he <laughs> every time every time Coach O is like in the news or like gets brought up in the office, yeah. people are like, uh, "Hey, are they gonna give uh, they gonna give Coach O a translator?" And they always like mess with my coworker about it because he's uh, he has like kind of a Cajun accent. And um, I was like, "Oh, you're gonna give Coach O a translator?" I mean, I that was it. Is there more to that? No, that was. <laughs> you know what, man. <laughs> I thought it was more to the story. I'm sorry. That's why I didn't say anything. I no, apologize. No, it's just that they're, they're making fun of their accents. Oh, well. That's pretty rude of your coworker. Yes. No. That is insensitive. He's the one. I can understand what Coach accent. O says. 
I mean, I can for the most part, but sometimes if like if he starts talking. Well, when he gets fast, really excited, when he talks fast. Yeah, then it's. But majority of the time, the best one, the best Coach O clip is uh, that Tennessee game at halftime when it was raining. It was like pouring buckets, and they came. They were coming out of the locker room at halftime. They had the uh, sideline reporter there. He's like, "What do you think about this rain, Coach?" He's like, "I don't know. Just like playing football in the backyard. Go Tigers!" And just like ran on the field. He said, "Just like playing in the backyard." So hopefully we get to have college football this year. Hopefully, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. We'll see. But I'm not holding my breath. The first Saints game, they're not gonna have any fans. Now, I think the Saints open with the Patriots. I, I bet they don't have fans for like the whole season. I would be very surprised if they let fans in there. I would not want to watch a game in a mask. Well, I did see. So they actually released the uh, like the guidelines for the college football because they are letting fans into the for now the college ones. Yeah, and it's like uh, it's basically only when you're like standing up walking around the stadium. You have to wear a mask. You okay. don't have to like keep it set on the in the time. Well, I guess since they're not full capacity. Okay, I so guess, the Saints open with the Bucks. Oh, mm. that's gonna be interesting. Well, we can watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm playing on it. But lordy, 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 let's check on some NBA scores, live NBA scores, right now. I'm a genetic freak. Who, who played last night? Dallas and yeah. Uh, Porzingis got ejected. Nice. For almost nothing. Luca balled out. Um, Donovan Mitchell dropped 57. And Casual. I'm pretty sure Utah still lost. Oh, so the Trailblazers, Trailblazers and Lakers are playing right now, and it's 56 57 at halftime. Nice. So, oh, it'd be so funny if the Blazers won. If they won the. Finals? If they just won this round. Like if they oh, eliminate the Lakers. <laughs> oh, man. I wouldn't hate to see that uh, out of spite for Anthony Too bad Davis. that should be the Pelican spot, but whatever. Speaking of basketball, have you seen the uh, the video of Obama when he like switches a three and he goes, whap? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> He predicted it. He predicted the, uh, the Billboard sensation. charting <laughs> Billboard topping song it debuted at number one. Wap. Wap. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do want to take a moment to, um, since this uh, this song, Wap, has been getting a lot of shine lately. Um, we think that there are some other causes that. Have really just just been drowned out by all the the WAP talk. Um, some other causes that have the same acronym WAP that just can't compete with this song, and uh, we just want to shine a light on those causes, um, if we may. And so the first one, um, a very noble cause, women against polygamy, and this is a coalition of women in Utah that are just absolutely fed up. They're just fed up with polygamy. Polygamy? They don't like poly- they they're over the Yeah, they're just oversharing their wives. husbands. Yeah. And so they formed a coalition called WAP, Women Against Polygamy. And um, it's a it's a noble cause that's worthy of your support. And another one, woke ass priests. 
and <laughs> it's uh, it's a group of priests that are just very in tune with social justice issues, um, and are are leading the fight amongst priests in social justice <laughs> issues. All right. And the what third, the third, uh, last but not least, worship and praise. And <laughs> this isn't what you need to do after you listen to the song WAP. This is a um, more of an educational thing amongst his, hipster Christians. Um, they are trying to spread awareness that there is a difference between worship and praise. So it's more of a uh, worship and praise. Let's talk about it. And... Uh, it's just a bunch of hipster Christians that are being very technical about the definitions of worship and praise. So all three very noble causes, and uh, their shine has been a little bit knocked by all the uh, sensation around the uh, hip-hop yeah. song, WAP. Chance, your thoughts? Um, I didn't really go with the organization thing when I was thinking of WAP acronyms. <laughs> Actually, Let's I, hear more. I have a list. I just have a list of uh, <laughs> W adjectives, A adjectives, and P nouns. I just made a full, like, Microsoft Oh, like word. mix and match. Yeah. Like, okay, let's yeah. hear some uh, Wacky acrimonious. <laughs> wacky acrimonious uh, plants. Wow. And what is that? It's not as wacky, acrimonious plants. Wholesome aeronautical, wholesome, really, wholesome aeronautical puppies. You really <laughs> took this concept and ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> Very proud. Woefully ag- aggressive puppies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that you don't want to adopt that dog. He's <laughs> woefully he's, aggressive. <laughs> he's whap. <laughs> worrisome ambidextrous uh, popes <laughs> I don't know and that's uh, talking wap that's talking wap so uh just macaroni li- in the pot uh, <laughs> just go listen to it then uh, or don't or don't it's your choice so if you if you do not like that kind of vulgar music then don't listen to it don't uh Go whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, if you if you want to listen to an edited version, Ben Shapiro actually released a um, an edited version of the song. Absolutely, so, do not plug Ben Shapiro on this podcast. He did release an unedited version. Of the, I mean, an edited version of the song, though. I know, but we don't have to plug it. It's not a plug. It is. I'm just saying as a fact. <laughs> I'm just stating a fact. Hmm. See, that's why you don't like Ben Shapiro because you don't want to listen to facts. They don't care about my feelings, okay? They don't care about my feelings. Sorry, snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you see Jeff Driscoll's ass go viral on Twitter? Yes, I did. <laughs> that video, I mean, that, uh, that picture That's not was, real. There's no way that's real. That's you don't think so? I think it's edited. <laughs> it probably is. It was, it was pretty preposterous. Yeah, it's, it's a little too much. <laughs> it was a little too big. So that was really funny though. I did see that. Oh, let's talk about that post in the Batner subreddit. Oh yeah. Well, before we get to it, I just thought about this. My friend Miguel, he has a GoFundMe 
for his mom and dad who uh, recently had to move to a new house because his dad got laid off. So I will share it on the group me. I mean on the on the Twitter group me. I said oh, we'll share it on our Twitter and uh, social medias. But uh, I just saw it pop up on my feed and I yeah. just thought about it. So definitely worth the blood. Yeah, Thank worth you for that. So COVID is as negatively effective a lot of families and people's working situations. So help uh, one of our podcast supporters out. So that's right. All right. Sweet. But now let's talk about the Baton Rouge Milf Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you're not familiar with Reddit, no, you know what? I'm not even going to explain Reddit. There's a a Baton Rouge subreddit, and um, we're going to talk about this post that absolutely set the Baton Rouge subreddit (laughs) ablaze this past week. Um, So, from 10 days ago, a post by Reddit user Kev Travels says, Moved back home a few months prior to the quarantine after six and a half years in SoCal. Curious now to find places where mature women, aka MILFs or cougars, might congregate. I'm 32. My days are spent watching Bob's Burgers and working on a screenplay until I have to log in for work from home. (laughs) I... Still cannot tell if he's trolling or not. I can't either. He does such a good job of I disguising think, it if he is. I, I just... <laughs> I just feel like it's one of those things that's too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I'm leaning... I'm like 60% he's trolling. 40% he's not trolling. My mind tells me he's probably trolling. <laughs> what do you think, though? Like, do you have any recommendations for him where he might run into some uh, well, mature women? Around town? I, I don't know. A nursing home? <laughs> Do you think he meant that mature? Or? I don't know. I, I I broke it down into a couple of categories. So I wrote, um, if you wanted to find uh, potentially a rich cougar, I would hang out anywhere in the Bocage area. You know, Calvin's Market, um, Whole Foods, Pretty much anywhere in that area, I would uh, I would recommend him frequent those businesses. You're bound to run into a rich cougar. If you're looking for just like older woman who's like still living out her her college glory days, yeah, um, and just like is an alcoholic, I would probably recommend Chimes on LSU's campus. Um, or <laughs> is Sammy's Grill still open? Uh, yeah. Did it reopen? Well. Remember, they had that controversy where they quit paying their employees because well, they ran out of money. But then I think uh, somebody else bought it and reopened it. They're paying the employees now. Gotcha. So. Well, I would recommend either of those places if you wanted to run into uh, an alcoholic, mature woman. <laughs> so good. So people were saying what were, the, what were the comments on the post? Yeah, so the comments say uh, a lot of people are saying Cadillac Cafe. <laughs> Do you know what Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know where it's at. I it's know like where it is. Like across from Blue Cross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there, so I, I don't know what it's like. So. Um, I mean, it's it's just an old old person thing. Some people were saying Hayride Scandal. Do you know what that is? Yes, our former roommate was a really that was his favorite bar. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forget yeah. about that. <laughs> I actually I've been there one time, and it was on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of coworkers, and it was, um, yeah, they're they're probably right. <laughs> they're probably right. <laughs> they're probably right. 
My favorite comment, let me find it. <clears throat> oh, I found it. It says... Uh, crap, where is it? Um, wow, I really fumbled the bag here. Oh, no. Wow. Okay, here it is, here it is. So, my favorite comment says... <laughs> Welcome back. Not really. Why, oh, why did you leave SoCal for this place? LOL. I also moved to La La Land in 2008 and back here in 2013 at age 27. Why, why such descriptive details? Tried to escape again a couple times since then without success due to life circumstances. I'm deaf more Cali than Southern now. Like, trying so hard to win yeah. this guy's approval. That being said, there's an awesome bar called Hayride, <laughs> called Hayride Scandal you should check out when it reopens, if it does. Smiling Dog is open on Sherwood. I've never actually been there. Uh, Brickyard South? That's what they said, Brickyard South, which is like only lame young people hang out That's there. across from 13th Gate. It is, yeah. And uh, the Bulldog, I can see that one. Trader Joe's? Which, I mean, like, Dude. you could meet any type of person at Trader Joe's. Can't think of anywhere other than bars and groceries. Bars and groceries. That's, <laughs> that's where they hang out. <laughs> wow, what an, what an eclectic group of recommendations. In that. Yeah. Uh, that's also, like, all over town. It is. <laughs> it's like, it like, covers the whole... Every corner of Baton Rouge that you could possibly well, find. I hope it's going good for the Baton Rouge Milf Hunter. Hopefully, we'll have an update. I, I just love the sentence that says, my days are spent watching Bob's Burgers and working on a screenplay until I have to log in for work yeah. from home. <laughs> like that's a, you think Bob's Burgers, that's he just incredible. re-watches Bob's Burgers? I'm sure some people again. do that. They're like, oh, it's so quirky and funny. Yeah, I mean, like The Office. People exactly, People watch yeah. The Office like it's got 10 like a, times. It's got like a cult following, which I do like Bob's Burgers, but... Oh, yeah, it's great. It's a good show. It's not necessarily like, a personality trait. No. <laughs> no TV should be a personality trait. Yeah, except for Twin Peaks because it's just vibes, bro. <laughs> David Lynch, <laughs> that dude—he makes some wild stuff. Chance, any anything you'd like to add for this historic episode ten? Uh, I would just like to thank everyone for tuning in for ten episodes. If you've lasted this long, I applaud you. More you're, power you're, to you're, you. you're the real hero here. That's right. You know, you deserve a holiday. You do. You know, let's give it. Let's give it up. Let's. Hey, okay, let's. You can't hear it, but there's. Pat yourself on the back. There's hordes of people behind us yeah. clapping for you. That's right. Just, just cheering you on. Yeah. And we say thank you. you. Know, ten down. Ten thousand more to go. Ten thousand more to go. Hey. Mars. Mars. Mars, baby. Ten no. down, Mars. Mars is next. <laughs> Never end the eternal podcast. Amen. <laughs> work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust till dawn, counting the days to Friday night. That's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, clean my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time.
we definitely have some things to discuss. So, emergency podcast staff meeting at right after this. Yes. Don't leave. Okay. Yeah. I know you're going to meet up with Milf Hunter, but hey, grab the grab the boxing gloves too. Yeah. And the brand. And, and the mace. And the mace. And the branding iron. I'm not talking Windu. No, the bear mace. <laughs>